Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our 15-minute power chat starts now. Welcome to the sixth episode of Five Questions with Dan Shawbell. As your host, my goal is to curate the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the host of The Van Jones Show on CNN, Van Jones. Born in Jackson, Tennessee, he studied political figures as a child, including Martin Luther King Jr. and President John F. Kennedy. He majored in communications and political science at the University of Tennessee at Martin, while working as an intern at Jackson Sun and the Associated Press. After deciding he didn't want to be a journalist, he attended Yale Law School, and while as a student, he was selected by the Lawyers Committee for Human Rights to serve as legal observers in the trial of four officers charged with attacking Rodney King. From there, he wrote his first book called The Green Collar Economy, which led to an appointment as Special Advisor for Green Jobs, Enterprise, and Innovation at the White House Council on Environmental Quality. Jones eventually became the host of a series of CNN shows including Crossfire, The Messy Truth with Van Jones, and now The Van Jones Show. Van has been recognized as a young global leader by the World Economic Forum, one of Time Magazine's most influential people, and one of Fast Company's most creative people. What mistakes have we made as a country, and how can we make positive change? We're obviously at a point of you know, what feels like maximum dysfunction, but it could get worse. <laughs> Um, and, uh, what I'm trying to do is to keep alive the, um, uh, the possibility that we could at least disagree constructively. <laughs> that's a low bar, but <laughs> that's what I'm aiming for. I don't think that we have to agree with each other on the left and the right. In fact, in a dictatorship, you have to agree in democracy. The whole point is you don't have to agree. But you can disagree uh, constructively, and that requires um, listening beyond the sound sound bites and the hashtags. And um, uh, I'm going to be uh, encouraging people on both sides to do a better job. I don't think it's just the right or just the left that has gotten into this "I'm right and you're wrong" um, pattern. I think it's just pervasive now. What impact do you want to make at CNN? If I can help people better understand um, points of view that they find objectionable, if not abhorrent, I will have done my job. My role as a host is to, I think, challenge conservatives to be better conservatives and challenge liberals to be better liberals. I think we could do a better job of understanding the red state voters. If I can create a little bit better understanding on both sides while trying to elevate both sides, I'll be doing my job. Can you discuss one struggle in your career, how you overcame it, and what you learned as a result? I, I worked in the Obama White House for six months, 
And then I came under fire from right-wing media because of my um, younger left-wing associations and um, uh, chose to resign from the Obama White House after only six months. Um, that was really painful, very, very difficult. Um, at the time, I felt like maybe I wouldn't be able to have a, a career um, in, in public life. Um, and you know, what, I, what I learned is that you know, tomorrow always comes. And if you, uh, you know, take the time to kind of catch your breath and learn, learn lessons, but stay on, on your, your purpose, um, other opportunities and other uh, chances tend to show up. And I, I, can, I can sympathize with a lot of the people across the country who are either with, you know, a bad healthcare diagnosis or a job loss or a marriage loss. You know, just feel completely devastated, like the world has you know come to an end. And um, I try to extend that empathy that I, I try to extend some of the empathy um, that is available to me because of my tough times to uh, underdogs in the red states and the blue states. How do you deal with your critics? You know, any healthy plant has a lot of sunshine and a lot of crap. use another S word, but I don't, I don't want to send your viewers. Um, so I'll just say crap. Um, but any healthy plant has a lot of sunshine and a lot of crap. And the plants that, that grow the most use the crap as fertilizer and use, use the, the, the bad stuff to, to get better. And, you know, one of my um, advisors over the years has been Al Gore. And, um, you know, he told me when you go through something, um, the goal is to come through it better and not bitter. And that, that is really, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle. That's really my, my approach. So I do listen uh, to critical feedback, you know, um, whether it's, uh, you know, on social media or whether it's, you know, uh, you know in person. Um, everybody would rather have people say nice stuff. I would much, much rather everybody say that I'm a wonderful, you know, brilliant person who's, you know, never uh, said a word they disagreed with. But that's just the sunshine part. And if that's all you get, you, you get a pretty weak plant. Um, you, know, you have to find a way to take on board the criticisms, too, and try to really try to learn. Um, because um, this, if you're in public life and, you, and you're passionate about, you know, causes and communities, uh, you owe it to yourself and to the people that you're fighting for to get better every day. What are your top three pieces of career advice? First of all, for all the do-gooders out there who want to make the world a better place, I would suggest that they take uh, finance and technology and Mandarin a lot more seriously. Often the do-gooders gravitate toward the humanities and toward the, the helping professions but I think we need a lot more do-gooders who have, you know, hard science and hard business skills. I think the second thing is uh, to it's just to, remember, to keep in mind you you never know who you're talking to when you meet someone. Often people spend their time trying to figure out who's got the real power in a situation and just be nice to them and run over everybody else. But the reality is that sometimes it's the quietest person and the least likely person in the room that can help you the most. 
And if you treat everybody like they're a billionaire or everybody like they're a CEO or potentially the CEO, you wind up with uh, um, a lot more support than even if you're if the one power player thinks you're great. And then I think, I guess the last thing I would say is that learning, learning how to deal with diverse um, groups, not only because it will make them feel more comfortable, whether it's women or people of color or LGBT or what have you, but because it will make you a lot more successful. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Van. To follow his journey, be sure to check out his books, Beyond the Messy Truth, Rebuild the Dream, and The Green Collar Economy. You can also find him on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, where he shares his political views, latest projects, and inspirational messages. We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you can act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now.